Let's learn about the one habit that can change everything. And when we decide it is so important and we do it, that's when we actually experience the change. Hi, welcome to the Heavenly Confidence Show. My name is Kim Ratzel. Are you ready to start experiencing the peace and confidence Jesus said was yours by his sacrifice for you? Are you ready to understand your true identity and know without a doubt how much you are loved and how enough you are already? Let me ask you this, godly friend. Does negative thoughts about your past or future ruin your ability to rejoice in your days? I understand it's not your fault. I was the same way and lacked the knowledge to overcome it. But as a master certified neuro coach with a master's degree in clinical Christian counseling, God has changed me from glory to glory and I am gonna share it all with you. You no longer need to stay stuck. Inside the Heavenly Confidence Show, we'll talk about renewing your mind and actually how to do it. Calming skills, building faith, and so much more. I love to share it all with sprinkling some fun ways to improve your whole body, soul, and spirit. So grab your Bible, drop your dumbbells, and freshen your lipstick. And let's have some fun learning about our Lord and how he made our bodies to work best in this fallen world. Come join me inside the show. Hi. Well, are y'all ready for the Super Bowl? I know I am. I'm kind of excited, but I have to say the thing that I like the most about it is watching the commercials. There was a time when we all got together. We always play some little board games and um, everybody put a dollar in and see who wins at the different quarters and at the end. But one year we decided to have a competition and actually decide on what our favorite commercials were. So we spent a lot of time making sure we were sitting down waiting for the commercial so we could vote on which one we thought was the best. I can't remember which one I actually liked, but I will say I do think some of them are so, so funny. So you can have different categories too. put in uh, like the funniest, put in the most sentimental, the most loving, the most caring. You can have all different kinds of categories and then everyone vote on uh, which one they like the best. So let's get into learning about our mind. So today I want to talk a little bit about our mind and how it works and how God created our mind to work and what neuroscience has said, how we manage our mind. So in neuroscience, one of the things it says are natural needs are to be loved, enough, and safe. And I think most of us are going to agree that those are some pretty important things for us all. But the difference is where we feel like we get those. And a lot has to do with our past and what we programmed in. But one thing that I don't know if I've talked to you about this yet, but one thing that I want you to for sure know is that our brain, the matter part of our brain, does not know the truth from a lie. It doesn't know what is true, whatever we tell it, or if it's a lie. So it is so important for us to decide on what we're going to do to manage 
when we tell it, whether it is the truth or if it is something we need to throw out. And that is why we have so many things in our automated brain that we didn't know that years ago. Some of you may just have found that out now and others may have been working on it in the past. But really, our brain, the part of the brain that God put in to function our body doesn't know the truth from a lie. We get to tell it what it is. Our natural instinct to, is designed to keep us safe, which means, I hate to say this, which it means that we look for problems to avoid. So it is so important for us to on purpose decide that we want to have a grateful attitude and look for the things that are going to make us have emotions and um, have actions in the world that are going to be pleasing to us. So we need to pay attention to what we're thinking about. And sometimes we don't even know what we've just thought about, but we can feel an emotion. And it's okay for us to have emotions. We are naturally going to have them. And even the bad ones we have to keep us safe because You know, if we are driving our car and all of a sudden a car pulls out in front of us, we want to have, you know, a quick reaction and our emotion is going to be like scared and we're going to put on the brakes. So we don't want to avoid all bad ones, but we definitely do want to manage them. And one of the things that I especially found out probably the hard way when I was experiencing anxiety is what we focus on grows and which I mean grows in how much uh, time and effort we give our thoughts to. So it is so important for us to make some decisions on what we want to focus on. And because we know we have a natural instinct to keep ourselves safe, And because of that, we're always searching our surrounding for something that could be unsafe, that we are definitely going to have to, on purpose, with God's help, be thinking about the good things. Let's go into the gratitude area, but I want to go into the gratitude of love, because God says he is love, and because of that as one of our uh, natural needs. We need love. We need to experience love and we are to get it all from him. And we were going to get it all from him in the Garden of Eden. We were going to be able to uh, be with him all the time. And we will eventually get back to that when we're in heaven. But we need to realize while we are here, we are not experiencing the full effects of how God created our body to um, to experience this love. So one of the things about creating a new habit, when, once we realize that our natural instinct is to look for things to make sure we're safe, one of the things that I want you to start incorporating into that is love. And Science has proven lately that the best way to start a new habit, so if we're going to start a habit of love, like loving ourselves, recognizing the love from God, and then giving that to others, we're going to have to start a habit of it. 
So they say the best way to do that is to connect it to a habit we already have. So that could be making coffee in the morning. That that would be a time that we set aside a little bit of love gratitude. That we make sure that, like I said, God's love and us experiencing it is like an adjoining door in a hotel. That his door is always open. But we need to open that. And you know, this morning when I was thinking about that, and I was in prayerful consideration of what we were going to be talking about today, I had this feeling like, how can I, how can I express that to them and make it more real and how they can experience that? And as I was connecting and making sure I had the door open, which most of the time it's cracked, but I don't have it totally open until I'm taking that time with him to make sure that it's open. It's like it was, it was like I was in a dark room and the, and the sun just shined a whole bunch like I had never experienced it before. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what a great way to um, give you guys to think about how keeping that door of love open, that it is a love that we do not even experience here. And God has it. He has it for us all the time, all the time. But it's in our quiet moments that we really get to experience it here on earth to the closest way that we're going to get to experience it forever. So I want you to have that thought as well, that when you open that door, it's like you're in a dark room and and it's just shining and it's warming you. Just feel that. Take a moment. Feel that to your core. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and open that door. And then just all of a sudden, all of a sudden, feel it. This is God's love for you. He loves you. He loves you. Remember, in the prodigal son, it wasn't that God was talking and running out to to him to go over all the things that he had done wrong. No, he went out there and embraced him and welcomed him home. And every time we quiet ourselves to experience God in today's sense, we get that opportunity to open that door wide and experience God the way he intended. Now I'm going to um, just read a few Bible verses on love that came up when I was searching. So it says in John, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. You know, even our human senses, what can we get out of what is love? That is what we get. We get to take a moment and just know that it is even more than we can ever begin to understand while we are here on earth. This is the love God has for us. We always start out with love. And then in Corinthians, it says, let all that you do be done in love. Well, I can tell you, it is way easier to do love when we experience love and know without a doubt, no matter what we've done, either good or bad, 
that it is ours. And it is the biggest thing that God wants us to know. It is, it is thinking of him running out to the prodigal son and starting a party for him. And then in Colossians, it says, and above all this, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Now, in Bibletations app, I do have, it's one of my favorite Bibletations. It's all on love. And there is a short version in the free portion of the Bibletations app. So go ahead and download it. You'll sign in and then you can go there. And actually, if you sign up, you can have a free seven day for the whole Bibletation app. But if you sign in even to the free portion, you'll be able to experience the love Bibletation. It is it, so beautiful. I want you to take a, a few minutes. The short one, I think, is around five minutes. And the longer one is so beautiful. And you come out of that just experiencing God's love in a new way. And it is so important for us to know that because um, let all we do be done in love. And above all this, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. When we can get grounded and start the habit of love and knowing his love and receiving his love and then giving that love to ourselves, open up those doors and let out everything that you think is making you not lovable because God don't care about those things. I don't care about those things. People that are loving don't care about those things. We care that you know you are loved, you are enough, and you are safe all because you are a child of God. And then in 1 John 4, 19, it says, we love because he first loved us. He first loved us. But how do we open our heart to receive that love? We know it's there. We open our door and we start to receive it and then go there often. The more your brain gets used to that habit of gratitude and love and receiving his love for yourself, giving it to others, it's a gift. It's a gift we get to give. It's a gift we get to receive and it's there always. It is never taken away from you. It is always there. You are a child of God and Jesus opened the door for you to receive it fully. So I want to end today in encouraging you to start this habit and attach it to a habit you already have. It doesn't have to take a long time, but I want you to start a gratitude habit of understanding and knowing God's love. We love because he loved us first. Receive his love. Receive it. Whenever you pour a cup of coffee, whenever you brush your teeth, whenever you first open your eyes in the morning, receive it. Open your eyes like you're opening the door of a bright, warm light that is coming from heaven that is all yours no matter what. You get that and then you get to, all your actions get to move from that love. 
You get to react from that love. You aren't reacting anymore from trying to get love or trying to prove anything. You are walking out into the world with the knowing of this love because you've started a habit. Figure out what habit you want to connect that to. Whether it's walking in the morning, when you first open your eyes, when you first go to the bathroom, when you first pour your cup of coffee, when you first open up the Bible, anything. When you first close your eyes at night, experience this and see how your life changes. And I'd love to hear what happens from moving from a position of gratitude and love and recognizing and knowing that we are going to have things come at us because it is our natural instinct to keep ourselves safe. But when we move to focus on love and focus on the habit of gratitude, I can't wait to see how your life will change. God bless. Hey, you made it to the end. I think we are godly friends. Can I ask a favor of you? Can you leave me a review or five stars if you got a wonderful aha that's going to change your life? Also, I want to tell you about the Biblications app. There, I share a lot of things that help automate God's word inside of us so we get the benefits of it. First of all, you get a daily prayer starter that's filled with a Bible verse with a power thought to say for that day. Also, there's Bibletations by subject matter. So anytime you're needing a little help and wondering what the scripture says, what the Bible tells you, you'll find it in that Bibletation. We have lots of them for you to choose from. There's so much more. Go check it out. And if we mentioned anything in this podcast, can find them in the podcast notes. So take care until next time, my godly girlfriend.